You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Um, I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. Uh, the first thing I want to get through is we do a lot of goofy goofs, um, but this episode is probably going to lack that. So if you are only in for the goofs, you can skip this episode. That's yeah, fine. we won't be upset. Um, we won't be upset, no. Because, uh, well, we're upset now, but not at you. No. Uh, and number two, if you do kind of go through um, the series with us, and you get to this episode, and you're like, oh, I gotta watch it because I want to listen to the Double X Files. You don't have to watch it. Yeah, you, you definitely you, don't. You don't have to watch it. Um, this episode, and I'm not being funny or you know silly, this episode was the worst episode we have ever watched, and that includes Babylon from the Revival. Yeah, that includes... Um, Genderbender. Jer- Jersey Devil, Genderbender, like, everything. It everything. includes everything. Hand, hands down. Like, Babylon we use as our top rating scale now because of how offensive it was. But at this point, when we watched this episode, what, what's it called? Excelsis Day. Excelsis Day. Um, this was... We... N- we were blown away. We were absolutely blown away. Absolutely blown away. Um, and it's funny because there are a lot of other X-Files podcasts out there. There's a lot of X-Files reviews. And this actually did not even come up on our radar as something that we should be careful about or were pre-warned about. Yeah. Um, I don't... I'll have to check back with some of our messages because... Uh, I There were some space cadets who I asked, like, you know, what are the really bad episodes? Um... I don't know if this was on their list. I'll have to check back. But yeah. but this, I, I am so surprised we haven't heard about how notorious this episode is before now. Because it, real talk, guys, was a piece of trash. Yeah, it was brutal to watch. I really, like, Allison um, actually looked at me and said, do you want to stop this? Do we want to skip this episode completely? But I think it's a really important thing to talk about. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. So, so we might have a couple goofs, but we're gonna just kind of go straight out, like feminist and like what's important to us and what is important to be a good human being. Um, so again, if you need to skip this, that's fine. Like, I don't think it will be an hour long because we don't have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to rant about. Yeah. Uh, but we don't. I mean, um, I think we talked. Allison and I talked about it, and um, we might just skip personal X Files, like. Yeah, because I don't want to goof on this one. Yeah, this is one that we are not comfortable really goofing about. Yeah, I mean, the goof might come out to make us feel better because we're both really, like, anxious and upset. Yeah. So we might goof just to make ourselves feel better, but... Uh, yeah. We don't want to purposely goof on any of the, like, subject matter of this episode. We don't want to make light of what happened in this episode. Because it... Yeah. Because it's a piece of fucking garbage, and everyone who watch this episode and it's like yeah it's okay you should feel ashamed of yourself and people who wrote this should feel ashamed of themselves yep. and chris carter fuck you fuck you fuck you are you fucking kidding me like okay let's let's try to organize our thoughts okay let's um 
we haven't done a really angry episode in a really long no, time. No, we haven't. So I'm, I, I, and this is, again, this is above Babylon. Yeah, like, this absolutely. Is, it, this is absolutely incredible. I never thought that we would get to this point. Yeah, I, I did not expect to see an episode this offensive, but I guess that I guess was my expected. That was, our, we were kind of lured into a sense like, false security, yeah. almost. Like, because season two has gotten better. Yeah. And there are things where it's like, okay, that's a little offensive. But that's a little offensive. We can goof on it. Uh, but this is just so, like, in my gut. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, I was in tears at one point, and I ran away at one point. You absolutely did. And I just shouting felt, felt fucking uncomfortable through the whole thing. The whole thing. So why don't you read the description, Allison? We'll try to get some semblance of um, thing. But this might be a short episode. Yeah. Because we don't really want to give it any due credit. Yeah. Okay, so season two, episode 11, the title is Excelsis Day. Uh, here's the description from Netflix. A series of violent attacks at a convalescent home are linked to angry spirits from beyond the grave. Yeah. Now, uh, you may remember I do I did predict... On our last thing about ghosts and Christmas. Christmas didn't happen. There were, I guess, ghosts. Yeah. But I think Allison and I had a conversation, and I don't want to have this point. Yeah. I don't want to take this well, point. it would have been half a point. It would have been, ha- it would have been half a point. But you, I, you don't want it. It's I don't want it. tainted. I will probably gain my points back at another point, because there's, like, what, 25 episodes? Yeah, we got a while. God, we have to watch so many more, and now I'm so pissed off. It's okay. They won't all be like this. If they were all can like this. Imagine, can you imagine if there's something more offensive than this? Like, when we watched Babylon, we were at the point like, this is the tops. Yeah. This is it. And now we've conquered that mountain. And now we find, like, there's a whole other mountain out there that's even worse. Yeah, it's that, like, 90s mountain. That, ni- like, I, I cannot conceive of what would be worse than what was in this episode. But, I don't know. Maybe we should not take Chris Carter think chris carter is like you know i don't know ah okay we start um can, actually allison can you talk where, about where this episode took was filmed yes because i think that was that's super important to just the cornerstone of why we're upset from the very beginning yeah so we're we start the episode upset because we can see like a lot of television that's filmed in vancouver that has episodes um, to do with hospitals or mental institutions. Uh, they're filming at a location called Riverside. Uh, so Riverside was, for a long time, the main sort of psychiatric care facility in the greater Vancouver area. Uh, it was closed down in, uh, I guess, probably not too long before this yeah. episode. Yeah, not... Because it, it would have been early 90s, late, late 80s. Yeah. Um, and it was closed down because we, at the time, had a, quite a left-wing provincial government. Yeah. And what they wanted to do was, and this was also a trend that was sweeping both Canada and the United States at the time, was to sort of close these centralized psychiatric care facilities and, and move those patients into a more community care-oriented sort of situation. Yes. Now, this did not really end up working out the way that it was intended to, not just here, but in a lot of places. Yeah. These sort of community care like facilities and services uh, never really came to fruition and the infrastructure wasn't built properly. And then when the government, provincial government, was reelected as a liberal government, I think that it was not a passion point for them. It wasn't something that they found important and they didn't continue to build that or keep it 
uphold even what was there. So they say so they closed this facility down and and literally these patients and these people had nowhere to go. Yeah. And and to this day, a lot of them still don't. A lot of them are, are living in very low income housing in uh, by themselves, by themselves, with no help, with no support and and no like no access to doctors. Um, and some of them need on a daily basis. Uh, and we see that we see that on our streets. We see that in our city. And it's one of those things that just when you when you film a a episode and it contains within it mental patient abuse yeah. and elder abuse yeah. and you don't take into account what happened historically in that environment, it's like mocking it. Yeah, it absolutely feels like like this American film crew, although I'm sure a lot of the people that worked on the series were Canadian because yep. that's the whole tax credit spiel. Like, it, it definitely felt to me watching it as if these people came in, picked a location, didn't consider the history of it or the history of our province. Yeah. And just told a story that they wanted to tell that was not emotionally rooted in anything. Now, if you're American or you're outside of BC or you have no knowledge of Riverside, that's fine. Like, this is not our only thing that made us angry. But, no. But um, I do want you to know the history behind it and what was a knee-jerk reaction automatically when we see the front of Riverside, we're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And this isn't, like, a just historical leave the past in the past situation. I work, like, in a downtown area where a lot of people that would... Oh, yeah. It's currently happening at the moment. Yeah. Every single day I walk to work and I see people that would have been served by, you know, a centralized psychiatric care facility or the services that were never put into place in lieu of that being there. And it is constantly frustrating, especially yeah. because of how a lot of attitudes of people in the city are towards that population. Yep. Yep. Uh, or, or just our mental health facilities in general. Yeah. Um, so that's your background. This is like from shot one of, oh gosh, this is where it's being shot. Uh, shot two is, um, so you have just straight out elder abuse. Yeah. Which is one of these hot button things that kills me inside and also you as soon as you like were like oh, I no. was immediately upset. Uh, not only do you have kind of cartoonish uh, old, old men um, characters, you also have the orderlies being quite abusive, treating them like dirt and also like strapping them into their beds. Yeah, and at the same time being sexually harassed by them. And at the t- at the same time being sexually harassed by them. So I don't know, like I'm getting this like whiplash sort of thing in my heart where you have elder abuse and this kind of gross uh, existential problem in the historic place where it actually happened uh and sexual and, and sexual abuse. Yeah. And um it's an older man to a younger lady. And it's, it's like whiplash. It's it's absolutely whiplash. Um, and, uh, like, I thought, I guess at this point, like, I made some jokes when I was writing things, like, odd couple and this and that. And then it just stopped. Because yeah, absolutely. W- uh, when the woman, the orderly, she leaves and she goes into another room and 
there's a ghost. There, yeah, there's I guess? A, kind of of a gurney that moves by itself and slams against the door, and then she's kind of pushed down onto the gurney. And it's it's like very very triggering. So again, I we should have said this at the beginning. Like, yeah, super super. Um, I'll put something on. The okay, post. good good. Super super trip uh, rape trigger warning. Uh, she and again, it's not. It's not lightly taken. No, like, even though it is a situation where, like, the attacker is a ghost or meant to be a ghost, like, it's very... She is strapped down. It's it's a very clear depiction of rape. Yeah. And, and, like, even we didn't know what was happening at the moment, like... Yeah. I mean, it was because of the previous scene where there was sort of this, you know, um, sexual language and she was being... Yeah, like, sexual words were being used against her, and she was strapping the guy in. And what I found actually to be the most um, upsetting is, I, th- I believe it's the next scene, is Scully looking at the tape of of her afterwards. Yeah, showing her injuries. Showing her injuries. And that was super upsetting, because not only that, um, they talk about, they talk about evidence yeah. from that point. So, um, another thing, background thing that's happening in, in Canada at the moment, uh, is the Gian Gomeshi trial and the mishandling of that. Yeah. So that's, again, some background, again, why Alice and I, I mean, beyond the doubt, rape not being taken seriously or across the board across the board yeah that happens all the time but the fact that the Gian Gomeshi trials are happening now and the fucker has been kind of off scot-free um and then this happens with Scully and Mulder talking about like they need she needs more evidence yeah and like there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion of like did this happen is, you know, I don't want to say half the things that they no, say. No, I don't want to say terrible. half the things. They're absolutely um, terrible. But the thing is, like, they are coming at it from a place of doubt from moment one. Mom- like, here's a one. And it's really kind of gross because you have this voyeuristic um, video. video, Like, very, very voyeuristic. Yeah. And showing her injuries and then juxtapos- uh, juxtapositioned with, Mulder and Scully talking about basically we don't have she's talked about being raped but it being a ghost or she can't see who raped her and so because she can't prove it they so can't they can't do anything about it yeah and that fucking killed me yeah god god and and it, what's weird is that that comes up but this isn't even one of those episodes where they try to make it about an issue no so I don't like it would have made more sense if that if it was an episode that was specifically about that issue where they were like trying and to help her, trying to say yeah you know what even if because like, that this would have been a great episode which, which had that allusion to the cultural problem of women not fucking being believed yeah where they could have been like like we believe you even Scully's usually a skeptic but we, we believe, believe you and, and we're we gonna can help you. Help like figure this out. That would have been a wonderful cleansing and they would thing. Have, it would have been using this story that they have and this medium, uh, like to t- to make a paranormal metaphor for something that happens in the real world that is a real issue all the time, all of the time. And fucking Mulder even says like she's doing this to get out of a job. Yeah, like the which f- is the most 
fucking insulting thing you could ever say. It's honestly, I like I have no words for the fact that his character even said that. I, I don't even know what to say. I no, and and what's worse, you have a female character um, boss, and that female character boss says, "Well, uh, this victim." She's tried to get off of work this many times, so don't believe her. Yeah, I just like it I was so choked. I killed even... me. It it killed me. It killed me with women against women. It killed me with victim blaming. It just it just was ending. And then that, and then when we have that, we have the next scene with the fucking old guy who's flashing his dick and saying, "Oh, it was harmless." I was just yeah, like oh, if I wanted to say to you, he says to Scully, like that you were an attractive woman, would you fault me? And just and this is again enough. And this is again like, like oh god, like my heart's going so fast right now because I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. You have this even. It's almost like what has happened con- with our contemporary issues in 2016 that maybe we're are being more and more brought into light because these are feminist issues and now we have a venue. Uh, where feminists are, thank God, more outspoken and hopefully it bleeds into our social culture a little bit more uh, than in the 90s. But even now we have people who are like, you're social justice warriors and if you're not, you know, you're too... um, You're too... What's it? What's the word? You're too... Feeling too... Oh, um... I'm not sure exactly. You're you're like... um, you're too soft. That okay, yeah. You're too soft. I meant it as a compliment. Like it when was I just say, a joke. It was just a joke. Like why can't you take a joke? You know? Um and that old fucking man flashing people, those lines to me Yeah, like the dialogue, written dialogue was brutally offensive. And it and it wasn't even like cast as offensive it's just oh this old guy yeah it was like oh he's so old and funny he can't be help who he is and i don't know what like my rage now like my heart's going a lot but like my rage then was like how could it get worse but guys it gets worse it gets so much worse um i mean where do you want to even go from here um do you want to talk about like well, let's kind of gloss over the details of what happens in the plot, which I can do. Um, basically, yeah. we're not sure what happened to uh, the orderly. We're not sure what's going on with these two old men, but they clearly have a secret. They're taking these pills, and we don't know why. The other uh, patients want to get more of these pills. There's a- another orderly who seems to be involved somehow, but we're not sure how. Um, and then there's a doctor who is, is he has them on a, a sort of special Alzheimer's trial medication. Yeah. So apparently these patients um, were all diagnosed with Alzheimer's, but because of this trial medication they're on, supposedly they're all doing much better. Yeah. Um, and that, I guess that's the plot. Like, it honestly, not a lot happened in this episode. No. But what did happen was so horrible and offensive that it... There is a ghost element. Yeah. Um, and the thing I don't understand, um, I mean, let's bring it up now. Uh, I don't know how the ghosts are connected to the people. Because it seems like when the people are cured or the people stop taking the, that extra medicine, the ghosts go away. I Well, I think it's... Uh, I'm not 100% sure what happened at the end because it was very unclear, but basically the ghosts are all people who 
used to live in this care facility. Yeah. Um, and when people take the medication, they they can see these ghosts. But why at the end did they kind of go away? No idea. It wasn't even the one guy took up. took maybe too much and was kind of overdosing on it, and they um they gave him some a shot of of something. Yeah. Uh, and then for some reason that fixed quote unquote fixed the problem, and yeah. all of the ghosts were gone. And I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. So that's, I mean, beyond being incredibly offensive, uh, and if you don't fucking care about it, you're wrong, but (laughs) number two, the, the plot made absolutely no sense. Yeah, I mean, if if you cherry picked all the kind of gross things that made me want to vomit out of there and you were left with just a skeleton of a plot. It was still a bad episode. The plot was bad. It didn't make sense. It It was boring. It the dialogue was incredibly stiff. The sound mixing oh, was bad. The sound mixing, like so half the time, you couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, because sound effects were the levels were much higher. Um, I, uh, gosh, I want to jump ahead. I don't know. I don't know where I want to go with this one. Like, um. All I have, like, in my notes is really hard because I just have horrible treatment of elders, like the the fucking feeding the old woman. Oh, Like, that yeah. was really oh, upsetting God. to me. Um, the forcing her into a room, the, like, the just, ch- like... So, the overall sort of idea that we're supposed to get from this episode is that the orderlies in this care home have... Uh, treated the elderly patients really terribly, and now the ghosts of those elderly patients are trying to get revenge. I didn't even pick up on that, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah. One of the forms of revenge is the really douchey um, orderly, who he's the one who kind of um, causes the most of the elder abuse. Yeah. Uh, He is helping... There's a... So the main guy who this is supposed to be surrounded by he's british i guess yeah he sounds british and um, his daughter comes to take him home and the and it said that because of this medicine the doctor uh the the guy's doing much better before like the daughter said we just left him here to die and that is upsetting yeah and all and now she goes oh well now that he's sentient like we want to bring him home and spend as much time with him but he doesn't want to come so that also is upsetting that you just left your fucking parent here to die yeah uh so the guy's packing and the orderly is helping him and says the shittiest things like oh you're like i wish i could say that I was sad about you leaving, but I'm not. And then the old man runs up the stairs. I don't know how. Yeah. Like, they said that he has a bad hip, so I don't know. He runs up the stairs and out onto the roof. And so the orderly goes on the roof, but a ghost pushes him off? A ghost pushes him off. And he's, like, clinging to the drain pipe. Mulder tries to save him, but he falls. But he falls. Um, And I I just want to go back, like, fucking using rape... Like, you're killing off your male orderlies, but using rape specifically on the female orderly, it's even worse. Yeah. Using rape as a plot device, fuck you. Fucking terrible. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. Like, god damn it. Um, do you want to jump ahead? So we have elder abuse. Yeah. We have victim blaming. We have, um, explicit rape. And we have kind of the last straw that broke my back 
and uh, mine and yours this is at, at the point where i'm like what what else is gonna be so very and very I did shitty kind of see this creeping towards us I, I did i did but i just wanted it not to be so i was trying to will it into non-existence that's but, fair um um so go ahead one of the uh elderly patients leo used to be an artist or or something and um uh he is trying to get his hands on more of these pills that they're all taking and he does and he ends up painting a giant mural in the sort of like leisure room and when Mulder it's sees very it, like reminiscent of holocaust paintings and stuff it is like it, super like, really upsetting. like emaciated figures kind of like reaching out it was incredibly upsetting i was i was wondering why they chose that aesthetic specifically uh, uh, and again a specifically in riverview yeah like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, wh- why don't you keep going with the... Um, yeah, uh, so Mulder sees this painting, and, and for reasons I do not understand, asks... Oh, yeah. He asks, do you have an Asian orderly here? Um, and there is. There's one that we've been seeing uh, previously. The one that I mentioned seems to be involved in um, whatever the situa- situation is somehow. He, he seems really tentative. Yeah. He's been giving these pills to the patients, yeah. uh, and they're demanding more, and he's saying, no, you have enough. Um, so now they, uh, Mulder asks. So we know he's involved, but why the fuck does Mulder ask, ask if they, at that point, if they have an Asian orderly? Like, I don't, I don't understand it was the connection. In, in the painting that, that, that made him ask that, I didn't recognize anything that would have. Um, but he asked that, and, and, uh, the doctor says, yes, he, uh, has a room down in the basement, or there's like a room down in the basement where he hangs out or something. Yeah. Um, so Mulder goes down to the basement, and what he finds there is he finds, like a mushroom farm and under the mushroom farm is growing out of bodies or well i think it's just one body just one just body the, the other orderly with the mullet with the mullet yeah there were two orderlies one fell off the roof and the other one had a mullet and he was the one that was buried in the mushroom farm oh because it was kind of mentioned like oh so and so didn't come in for their shift yeah okay so um they find this mushroom farm all these sort of white mushrooms growing up out of the dirt uh it's like the conditions are really horrible. There's water dripping and stuff. So that's just a whole other still upsetting thing. Yeah. Um, and um, they find this body and then they, they bring in the the orderly. His name is uh, Gung, I believe. Yeah, something. Um, and they're talking to him. By the way, he's written in a very stereotypical way. Yes. In, I was about to get to that. In, turn of, in terms of his English. Yeah. And his, I didn't appreciate no, that. No, that was... Awful. And that was one of the things that I was sort of sensing from his dialogue early on, and then it wasn't until they started interrogating yeah. him that I was like, oh, this is really shitty. Um, so his, yeah, he has uh, sort of a limited English, but in a way that felt very exploitative to me. Yes. Uh, yes. Yep. Yep. And then even more exploitative, they're, they're saying, you know, why are you giving these mushrooms? And I was on the edge of my seat and saying, no, they're not going to go there. Please don't go there. And he reveals that this is quote-unquote medicine from his quote-unquote country yeah he says in fact it's from his prefecture and um and then we find out he's from malaysia yeah he was in at the end of the episode they say they've deported him to malaysia Uh, malaysia has states it doesn't have prefectures so you know whoever wrote this fucking episode is like they just don't give a shit like they just don't even give a shit i know they have prefectures in china so malaysia is kind of like china right like all asian countries are the same so fuck you. Fuck you. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you don't have the time. If you have the time to whip out your fucking thesaurus 
and pick that word word please fucking make sure if you're gonna tie it into a country like malaysia that malaysia fucking has it yeah it just and like everything that he's saying about he's saying oh you know my i don't know if he says the word ancestors but i am pretty sure that he's pretty did. sure he does yeah that they've used you know this medicine for a long time it helps them see the spirits of the dead yeah and we're just like okay fucking kill me Okay. Fucking kill me. Okay, now we're super racist. Yeah. And then on top of that racist pile, uh, Mulder confirms that some shamans use it too. Yeah, ask any anthropologist, he says. (sighs) You want to ask me, Mulder? Yeah. I've got a, I've got a BA in anthropology. I got a fucking couple things to say about you and your shamans. Yeah, I got a big F you as well. Um, uh, water death... They're all gone. That's all I wrote. Okay. Water, death, they're all gone. Yeah, I guess the angry spirits try uh, trap the, the orderly um, who was assaulted and Mulder in a room that's rapidly filling up with water. Uh, Skelly tries to save them. And then there's a point at which, uh, yeah, we like we talked about, the one main sort of elderly person takes more of those pills. Uh, he is... Uh, given a shot in the chest of something and then all the ghosts are gone uh, and as all the ghosts are gone the door bursts open and water pours out of the so room. So I don't, I don't understand are those ghosts only connected to the mushrooms? I honestly couldn't tell you a single thing. Like it made no sense and it was I didn't want to look into it any further because no. it was incredibly upsetting. No. Um, I, I Go ahead. Oh I was going to say I have one further upsetting note about this that I want to read out of a book. Well, yeah. So we knew this thing, like there's not a lot of goofs to go on and there's not really our three biggest, um, horrible, horrible things we've talked about. So we just kind of wanted to know like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like happened? Like what is, who, who decided this was an okay thing to write and shoot and put on television and also what is the reaction of other people yes so actually we want to start by saying if you have watched this episode um i want we are interested in your opinion we we absolutely 100 percent are now we again come from a very feminist place and we um understand the history of vancouver and the implications of what's going on now um, and just in terms of feminist issues. So we do have this perspective. We understand that you guys may have an alternate exp- uh, um, uh, perspective perspective point of view, but you do have to understand that all of this comes with a big history and a big weight on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are typing a message to us right now and saying, don't worry too much about it, guys, we kindly will not read your email kindly um and it's not like you're wrong blah 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 blah. it's just if you don't have that feminist perspective and you don't think that victim blaming is a problem and you don't think elder abuse is a problem and you don't care about mental health care in your community or ours then we don't we don't really need to have that conversation with you no so in the kindest way possible. Uh, but we do want to hear from you about this episode because it is really important. When we find an episode that's worse than Babylon, we need to have that dialogue with you guys, our listeners. Um, because I know you guys, uh, a lot of our space cadets are kind of like us where they love the X-Files, but they're okay with critiquing it. And yeah. we love you for it. Thank you very, very much for not blindly 
always loving and defending the X-Files because I think you know that it has made some grave errors. It absolutely, absolutely has. So we do, I do want to thank you guys for understanding and I know it's your favorite or even if it's your favorite show, it is important to say like, you fucking deserve better. Yeah. And I think I had that speech with Babylon too. And if you're sticking it out through this episode, thank you for, yeah, listening to a discussion that we would consider important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love to goof. We love our we goofs. We love to goof. We love our goofs. And we love our daddies. Da- uh, da- uh, daddies. Mulder's, we love our daddies. We do we love, love our daddies. daddies. Um, and we love Mulder's daddies. But this is not the time nor the place. No. Really. Okay. Why don't you read your the in your book? Okay. So um, this is a book that I've kind of been pulling tidbits out who, of as we go gave, through the episode. Do you know who gave you who gave you that book? You want to give a shout out? This book was lent to me by... Um, uh, do we do we want to say the name? No. Okay. Um, a coworker of okay. mine, uh, a director of animation in Vancouver. So thank you, coworker. Um, and it is the truth is out there, the official guide to the X Files. It covers only seasons one and two, uh, but it just has some extra tidbits about filming locations. And, we, and it was and, really interesting. Yeah, we've yeah. read some stuff out of it before that's been uh, kind of fun to pick at. Yeah. Um, but this, I immediately cracked this book open after we finished the episode to see what it had to say, and this really got me. Is like, oh, you were just gonna just stick another thing in there. Um, so here's what it says. An earlier moment implying that the nurse who was attacked, Michelle, was a lesbian can be found in the script, uh, parentheses, her lover enters their apartment as the agents question her, and parentheses, but failed to make the final cut. Quote, it just felt gratuitous at that point, unquote, Carter says. You think? So I do want to say thank you, Chris Carter, for cutting that. Yeah. Not for the purpose of what you think it was purposeful, but if that was fucking in there, just thrown in there, and it was it was done in a very Chris Carter like way, I think we would have turned off the episode. We would have shit quit one hundred percent. Because three things that are the most ragey, ragey to us, and then add homophobia. (laughs) (laughs) It would just be well, yeah, and I mean, just like. It sounds like, oh, they were just kind of sticking a lesbian character in there for the hell of it, one of whom is sexually assaulted. Yeah, even on that. Yeah, you get your gay character and that one character is the one who is raped. Like, that's that's not the representation that you should be having in your, even if it is the fucking 90s, I don't fucking care. Um, uh, is there anything else that was in there or no? No, okay. there's nothing else worth so, reading. So I have... Um, just the Wikipedia page, because I was interested in critical reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say uh, critical reception in the episode was mostly mixed. Mm. Um, and I guess in a lot of in a lot of episodes that we've hated, that's that's what they call it. They call it a mixed review. Yeah. Um, entertain. First of all, a big fuck you to Entertainment Weekly. Entertainment Weekly never sponsor us because Entertainment Weekly gave the episode a grading of B minus, calling it offbeat and cute. Fuck you, Entertainment Weekly. I could never not, darken our fucking doorstep again. I could not even begin to describe what part is cute. I honestly like, couldn't tell you. Like, is it the part where the female orderly is raped? Is it the part with the elder abuse? Is it the part with the the racist part? Like, I, I, if I were to really dig into it, is it the characterization of your, um, the two gentlemen, the two older gentlemen were very, very, very cartoonish. Like that was 
Like, it was almost like a Statler and Waldorf kind of vibe, which was pretty upsetting. Which was super upsetting, but, like, I would not call it cute. I would call it anything but cute. So, fuck you, Entertainment fuck you. Weekly. Like, I don't care if it was like, oh, it's the 90s, it was a different time. You cannot, that's, that's not an excuse. You cannot call an episode with rape in it cute. Absolutely. When you put it in those simple terms, like, I want to scream and jump out a window. I I did scream. You I did sc- scream. You jumped right up off the couch and you I threw ran away. Your notebook on the ground. So like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Um, the AV Club review was mixed, writing that the handling of the rape cases left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, duh. And that the resolution was a bit fuzzy. John Keegan from Critical Myth gave it a mixed review and awarded a six point. 6 out of 10, noting overall this episode focused on a very interesting concept, but the execution of that concept was so hopelessly convoluted that it lost in the shuffle. However, using the disturbing and abusive atmosphere of... This is what upsets me the most. Using the disturbing and abusive atmosphere of a nursing home as settling provides chills without the addition of sinister spirits so on a gut level the episode works well so this fucking guy is saying because you said it uh in a nursing home and it's almost like a voyeuristic like that's what's creepy about it like you're getting your jollies from that that's fucked up um sarah siegel awarded the episode three out of five stars and noted it could have could have gotten five stars out of five, but that episode's lack of closure uh, and the presence of too many questions left unresolved caused it to be less than one of the best episodes. Okay. Fuck that's you, Sarah Stiegel. the understatement of the um, fucking year. Uh, Honestly, it sounds like this. I'm really glad we have an explicit rating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we didn't, like, this is where we would have gotten it. Um, there's a book, Wanting to Believe, A Critical Guide to the X-Files, Millennium, and Lone Gunman, gave the episode a largely critical review, thank you, and rated it one star out of five. Good job. Thank you. The two refer to the entry as the idiot's version of an earlier episode. Uh, this book, uh, derived the handling of rape and noting, uh, that there's a whole sour atmosphere to the whole proceedings. Love this. Uh, and was pointing out that only Scully shows the slightest concern that a woman's been sexually assaulted. Finally, two people who get it. That's Robert Shearman and Lars Pearson who write Wanting to Believe. We should get that book. Yeah, we should get that Um, book. However, the two called the ghost effects eerie but concluded the scripting was very stupid it sounds like these guys are on 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 our ride yeah they sound we right up our alley book. we should get that from our local library we should um that's kind of all that it says uh i am really disappointed that there is only fucking one review that actually says that they were upset at it um i am very upset that this episode i don't understand how people watch episodes of television like this and they're like oh i'm fine with that I'm fine with the depiction of rape and people not believing the woman and also elder abuse. And I'm also fine with how, like, racist it was. And again, you can say, oh, it was a different time and this and that. I don't fucking care. Like, victim blaming is victim blaming no matter what fucking age you're in. Honestly, the 90s were not that long ago. No, no, no. We both lived through the 90s. Yeah. Like, and probably you did too. If you're not... If you didn't live through the 90s, what the fuck are you listening to this episode for? Then you should be in school. Okay? Um, that's that, man. 
we usually do um, how it should have ended, but I don't think it's appropriate to do it here. We usually do personal X-Files, but again, like, I don't want to make light of anything. Yeah. Um, let's, let's rate it. Okay. Um, I mean, I think this, for me on my rage scale, is uh, the new Babylon. It's the new Babylon. Absolutely. And I'm not even going to fucking rate in terms of spooky. Like, I'm so, so fucking upset. I've never been this angry or upset at an episode of... Like, maybe an episode of television in my life. I couldn't even talk, like, I mean, uh, I was upset. I actually stopped, if we're going to have this conversation, I stopped watching um, Game of Thrones last season Mm -hmm. because of the rape depicted in it and how they use rape as a plot device. I stopped watching it. Um, But I was never this angry at it. Yeah, I've been upset at Game of Thrones time and again. I've never felt this upset. Like, if we if we didn't have a duty to talk about it, and I feel like this is very cleansing talking about it. Yeah, like, that's the thing, is if we don't talk about it, then we're never moving forward. Then we're never moving forward. Um, so, guys, if you want to talk about it with us, please, please, please talk about it. Doublexfilespodcast uh, at gmail.com. You can tweet at us. Uh, you can fuck yeah double x files on, on Tumblr, Tumblr and and Facebook. And again, I do want to establish um, if you are writing an email to us saying it wasn't that bad and it was or it was the '90s that was that kind of place. Kindly just delete your email because we're gonna delete it as well because we we don't we're we're not going to we're not here for that. We're not gonna play with ideas like that. Um, and if you if you have that feelings like. Maybe this maybe this podcast isn't for you. It's possible. Maybe there's another podcast out there for you um, that you would enjoy more. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need a final cleanse, and I and I um, I don't want to end this episode on a high note, but I want to feel better. Yeah, and I do feel better talking with you Allison I feel better talking with my you. my heart is kind of stopped beating out of my chest and I don't feel like I want to punch someone um so I think I think after watching this episode you and I talked about you know let's go out have a drink yeah let's go out have a drink be with our friends love each other uh and enjoy a hot, cold beverage on this hot hot day so hot so and I know it's getting to be summer and so let's I think uh what we wanted to end this episode in is Let's talk about our favorite drink to have with friends and loved ones and and be with people who love you and care about you and care about each other. And let's have a drink recipe for all of humanity to enjoy and not be angry or hateful towards each other. That sounds good. So drinks for peace. Drinks for peace. Drinks for love. I think that's a good um, way to talk about that. Do you have one? Now, you're the drink master. I am something of a drink master, yeah. At all our <laughs> at all our events, we're like, oh, what's Allison going to come up with? I and like, she's uh, fucking, she muddles shit. I like to play with names. I like to play with yeah. beverages. I have one um, called the Blood Slide that I'm pretty proud of. Oh, yeah, not the one talk- I'm going to recommend to you today. Can, can you just talk about the Blood Slide, though? It's really- I, I will. Okay, so the Blood Slide is a drink that I made for myself when I was menstruating. Yep. Um, when I find I'm always... I'm always craving a dark red liquid. Um, yeah, man. And I actually like stuff um, high in iron. Yeah. Too. So I made a, a drink that was um, uh, 
black cherry soda. I used Boylan's. Yeah. Uh, it also had some rum. Yeah. It had a bit of Kahlua. Yeah. And a little bit of raspberry jam in the bottom. <laughs> Just a little bit of jam. That's nice. That's very yonic. Yeah, because I like drinking what's also coming out of me. Yeah. It's like a forever thing. It is. What drink now this summer, if you want to get together with your friends, just say you accidentally watched this episode and you need a cleansing drink with your loved ones. What drink would you rep- um, recommend this summer after watching such a horrible, horrible episode? Here is a drink that I really enjoy. Um, I mean, I can say I invented it, but it's pretty similar to a lot of other drinks out there. It's not particularly uh, overwhelming, but it's yeah. something that I call the backyard because yeah. I really like to hang out in the backyard and enjoy yeah. the breeze. Um, so what you're going to want to do is cut up some cucumber real small and grab a few basil leaves and muddle them in the bottom of a glass with ice. Yeah. Um, and with some uh, pour, pour a shot of gin in there. Uh, mix that up. And then what I do is I take a grapefruit, a fresh juicy grapefruit, and I just hand squeeze it in there. Um, and I, you know, any of the fruit that comes out and goes in there too, that's yeah. great. That's bonus. That's yeah. good stuff. Um, and then I fill it up with some uh, tonic and I put a little cucumber stir stick in there, which I think is pretty cute. That's really nice. And a little, I do uh, like your stir stick. A little slice of grapefruit on the That's room. a drink that we have a lot. Like when I come over, we're doing some riding, we're enjoying some time, we're having some laughs. That's a drink I really enjoy. Yeah, it's crisp and refreshing. Um, now, I got to ask, I, I'm not very good with these drinks, uh, but I do, I want to describe a drink I had with my very, very best friends um, in Seattle this current time. We went down to Bathtub Gin. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison, uh, one other of our friends, and my husband. And we went to this little, like, fucking speakeasy in the middle of nowhere in Belltown. And the only way we knew it was a place is there was a very well-dressed man outside. Yes. <laughs> a dapper man. A very, very... Oh, gosh, he was so dapper. He was so cute. Uh, and I ordered a drink, and I had to look it up. It was called the Atticus Finch. And this was one of my favorite drinks I've ever had. It was uh, really, I had the same thing. It yeah. was really good. Gin, red vermouth, grapefruit juice, which I love grapefruit juice in drinks. I think it's really refreshing. I know it's not great to put alcohol and grapefruit juice together, but I'm young and fuck it. Uh, <laughs> liquor 45, 43. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's a special weird. And black walnut bitters. Yeah. But I would recommend anything with gin, vermouth, and grapefruit juice. I think is delicious. Yeah. Really um, good. Our, the citrusy. Um, I also really enjoy a fizz. Oh, yeah. A fizz is great. I actually saw a thing where you can make fizz with um, chickpea water. Yeah. I saw that. Well, you showed crazy. that to me. Yeah. It was really cool. um, or your husband did. So. What we're saying here, again, we're not making light. We're not, we don't want to like say everything's okay now. Yeah. We want you to, after seeing this episode, we want you to hug your dog, hug your friends, have a drink. If you don't drink, that's fine too. Like have a, have a soda, have a soda, have a really nice soda, like treat yourself. I can give you some recs if you uh, you write into us. I'll give you some soda recs. Yeah. You're a fizzy baby. I am a fizzy baby. Uh, and enjoy life, man. And fuck hate it fuck people who say that there is no rape culture or rape isn't a problem or uh our society doesn't need help and like everyone's a whiner fuck those people fuck them if you don't help so hard if you don't fuck if you don't care about your fellow man why why even exist Mm -hmm. why even exist so 
what we want you to do, Space Cadets, is um, we want you to go out and hug everyone and have a nice drink and a nice barbecue out on your porch. If it's doesn't, if it's not summer where you live, uh, put on a coat. Put on ha- a coat. Have some warm hot cocoa. Yeah, uh, get cozy and get cozy. Like snuggle by your fire and get your little cat up on your lap and pet him real good for us uh, and uh, support each other. Yeah, I think that's it. I think yep, that's all that's we can all say. That's all we gotta say. I feel a little bit better. Me too. You want to go for a drink, Allison? I desperately would like to go for a drink. Okay, let's do that. Um, so, guys, until next time, remember the, the truth, truth is out there. there.